Tyranny. I'm your host, Alan Johns, and you are listening to the only Hashtag WrestleCast. In the Hashtag WrestleCast Nation, hosted by an ex-truth teller such as myself, we welcome you to the show. We welcome you one and all, whether this is your first time joining us or your hundred and first time joining us. Thank you. We thank you for for finding us here. Um, it was a pretty, pretty big weekend for wrestling, for professional wrestling. Uh, AEW had their first uh, pay-per-view since debuting on TNT with, with their weekly hour, two-hour-long show, Dynamite, which we've been trying to keep up with. We've been keeping up with. Uh, unfortunately, we were not able to order the pay-per-view. It was a little out of out of our price range here at this uh, at this this media operation and. If you've been following the show, you know all this, but you know we're not—we're not quite the uh, expansive, legitimate media operation we once were from our truth-telling days. Heck, even from uh, our season two days of, of doing this podcast, this hashtag WrestleCast. Which you know, I'm not going to get too too into it, um, but uh, you know, basically, we had a truth-telling uh, show. Uh, some people commonly maybe refer to it as, as, as uh, conspiracy theorizing, which is most certainly what we were not doing anyway. There was a space alien who's gone by many names, Weebus, Christian Cage, Sammy Callahan. He interfered with the show. He destroyed the show. He destroyed the hard work of a blood, sweat, and tears, a decade of uh, ever-expanding media operation. Left me voiceless for two years where I started re-watching wrestling. Uh, my daughter started her, her organic farm that saved the family. And uh, when, I, when my voice came back, uh, you know, after the space alien stole it with the magical powers or whatever the heck it is he has, uh, my wife and I decided it would be okay for me to return to broadcasting. My third generation broadcaster, first generation podcaster. I've got it in my bones. I've got it in my blood. And uh, we figured it would be okay so long as I didn't do any more truth telling and stuck to wrestling. Uh, we could have a hashtag WrestleCast and join the great uh, citizens of the hashtag WrestleCast Nation, including Marked Out Wrestling Podcast, uh, the comedians of wrestling. What's wrong with wrestling? But our coverage was apparently too good, and we do, in fact, refer to it as the very best in professional wrestling news and opinion. Uh, so Dweebus, the space alien, was, uh, I guess, still checking on me, making sure I wasn't doing any truth-telling. He began to become a big fan of WWE. And when we uh, reduced our WWE coverage, because it's going for, you know, 15, 20 hours a week, uh, and... We only really have one uh, beloved uh, patron, but he's the only one, uh, TECVid. If you'd like to become a patron uh, and join Mr. TECVid in helping fund this operation, you go to patreon.com slash ringoftyranny. That's R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y. Um, and if you'd like to... You know, I mean, if this is all confusing to you, go ahead and familiarize yourself with the 40 or so episodes that constitute season one of this show, the 12 or 13 episodes that constitute season two of this show, and the 20 or 21 episodes that now constitute season three of this show. But yes, this this operation has been reduced to a, a wheel rolling on a, a truck rolling on flat tires, a ship with, with holes in the sails, a ragtag operation. I'm coming to you now. 
you know, it's even worse than before because then Dweebus demanded so much uh, uh, from us and kept interfering with the show for the, his WWE coverage that we decided to give his, him his own segment. That's when the men in black and the black cars and the black helicopters showed up at my doorstep. That's when Special Agent Clinton of the FDI gave me a DEB grade throat lozenge that allows my voice to come through to you silky and smooth rather than uh, degrading, annoying, and downright irritating voice that I broadcast uh, with before according to him according to Special Agent Clinton but again if you want to know about all that you can go ahead and familiarize yourself with 40 or so episodes of Constitute Season 1 of the show the 11 or 12 or 13 episodes of Constitute Season 2 of the show and the 20 or 21 episodes of Constitute Season 3 of the show it's neither here or there now we are covering wrestling and we haven't been able to cover so much wrestling uh, the World Series Oh, 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 excuse me, and I, oh, excuse me, I do beg your pardon, I beg your excuseness, your forgiveness, that is the biological function of a man's yawn. It is early in the morning, I'm coming to you from an early morning truck right into town, and uh, I do apologize for the yawns. Uh, what we got is, uh, we got a trifecta here. Uh, we watched WWE Raw last week. We watched AEW Dynamite, and we watched NWA Power. We've kind of fell off the wagon with Impact Wrestling now that they're at a, a new home and apparently doing doing better than they had before. We were keeping up with Impact. I miss the days of Impact uh, on Friday night. You'd get on there on the Twitch and chat with people. During Impact, you'd get Jimmy Jacobs and Don Callis during the breaks. Heck, they might still do that. I don't know. But I don't know if, if some fa new fancy cable deal is going to allow you to do that. I have heard Sammy Callahan's the world champion, and that's uh, that's fine. I hope he doesn't get get too much spit on it there, old spitty Sammy. Uh, but, you know, we're dealing with the trifecta here. And the way I look at it, these, these companies themselves have become kind of a wrestling organization. What are we going to call that? The... Company Wrestling Organization, CWO. That's kind of close to the COW. The Personhood, uh, Personhood's Wrestling Alliance, the PWA. I think that's already a, that's already a wrestling. The PWE. How about that? The PWE, the Person's Wrestling Experience. No, no, no. The PWF, the Person Personhoods Wrestling Federation. Let's call it that. But either way, uh, the Personhoods Wrestling Organization, made up of everything outside of WWE, that's currently uh, running the ropes right now. You got the uh, you got the MLW, you got the Impact, you got the NWA Power, or -er -er, running the ropes of TV. That is, I'm, that's that's more what I'm speaking to. Uh, while WWE itself pretends to be three different companies, of course, uh, all anybody with knowledge. I hope I'm not spoiling anything for you here. I should should have announced a spoiler. Yeah, WWE Vince McMahon runs SmackDown, Raw, and and I mean he basically is bringing NXT into the fold. It was almost forced into there. Apparently, that's from uh, rumors of planes being held on the ground at Saudi Arabia, wrestlers not being allowed to leave. Whether you believe that or not, maybe you can believe that uh, Vince McMahon and the Saudi prince could 
get uh, so familiar with each other that they're uh, coming up with their own reality storylines to keep keep some interest going, get some uh, get some headlines flashing. I could believe that. Uh, but I, anyway, let's we don't need to speak on that. We're not sure about that. We're not sure what's happening there. Uh, AEW full gear. We, we now we weren't able to watch the show. We have checked the results uh, since the show happened. It sounds like it was a pretty good show. A couple upsets there. Uh, you know, WWE was dealing with uh, the NXT invasion of SmackDown. Then uh, the NXT. Uh, subsequently invaded Raw. Raw had Seth Rollins coming out without a Universal Championship anymore. He lost that to The Fiend in Saudi Arabia. And it's very sad. But Triple H comes out, tells uh, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins owes him everything. He wants to know if Seth Rollins is in or out. And then he sticks the Undisputed Era on Seth Rollins. Uh... You know, a lot of people compare uh, NXT to uh, AEW, but AEW, uh, with the level of financial support it's at, it's closer to the range of, of WWE, but you're talking hundreds of millions, I guess, to 100 million. Some some argument there as to the validity of those numbers, I suppose. Uh, WWE Raw had Seth Rollins taking on Undisputed Era. He's not necessarily going to join forces with Triple H next. Didn't re- didn't really make a whole lot of sense. What doesn't make sense uh, all the time here is when these uh, rosters come out and brawl with each other or fight with each other. You have some pretty. You have some pretty funny alliances formed all of a sudden in, in, in a time of need, I suppose. And I suppose there's some realism to that, uh, you know. But you have you got Eric Rowan out there with Zack Ryder and R-Truth, Kurt Hawkins. I wouldn't mind seeing that stable form, you know. I, <laughs> but it, that's not, they're all kind of in their separate things. I'm not sure what Rowan's up to, actually. It seems like they split him away from... <sighs> Excuse me, I beg your forgiveness and your excuseness once again. That is the biological function of a man's yawn. I apologize. Eric Rowan's been split up from Daniel Bryan. He's no longer Daniel Bryan's big boy bodyguard. Um, and yeah, you're kind of like, why are all these people fighting together? You got uh, uh, Dominic Dajakovic and Keith Lee fighting alongside each other. They just had some matches. Uh, you got Ricochet almost fighting alongside the OC. They've had some matches. It's just a little confusing. Not to mention, all of a sudden, uh, uh, Natalia and Charlotte Flair are tag team, and, and Natalia taps out Asuka. Okay. I mean, okay. Maybe she got Asuka by surprise. Asuka's been known to be surprised. That's the story. Uh, we've been seeing since she uh, came to the main roster from NXT from doing a spectacular job in NXT. Asuka's come to the main roster and uh, uh, she got surprised by James Ellsworth and Carmella, you know, a couple times. All they had to do was wear her mask and, and surprised her. I, I suppose something very similar happened at AEW Full Gear this weekend. Yeah, Natalia tops out, taps out Asuka. Is the only only gal to tap out uh, Becky Lynch so far. She tapped out Becky Lynch last year at Survivor Series before 
uh, or was that at the Royal Rumble? Anyway, Becky's kind of undefeated. I mean, Becky's not, definitely not undefeated. She's got quite a pass, but ever since she's been near that belt, ever since she's been near those belts, she's been undefeated, pretty much, except for Asuka. And now Asuka doesn't even have a, a tag team title with Kyrie Sane, which even though the name was a little silly, was, was pretty, I think they had a pretty good thing going. I didn't realize Charlotte and uh, Natalia were... Uh, tag team partners. I'm sure they're friends. Everyone on these on these rosters appears to be uh, friends when it comes down to it, especially when they're being invaded by another roster. But regardless, I mean, maybe that's a faction. WWE, uh, uh, NXT, and and Raw in the PWE, the PWF. Maybe that's a faction. They're all kind of lumped together. They're kind of one person. But I don't... I mean... You have all this mixing up. What is going to... What is going to happen? Are they going to... So NXT just got on TV. Are they really going to take a bunch of stars from the NXT roster again when they need it to do battle, quote-unquote, with with, uh, AEW on Wednesday nights? You know, a lot of folks folks are saying uh, AEW started this war. They're excited to see NXT take it down. I don't think NXT is really comparable to AEW. And NXT announced that it would be on at the same time as AEW after AEW announced their show. Now, you can get into the mechanics of whether or not uh, AEW uh, you know, knew that NXT was just going to keep the same time slot. I guess that would be kind of your best guess knowing NXT is going to come to TV. I mean, we've been hearing those rumors for a while. Yeah, so maybe that's a shot. Maybe that's a shot at the PWF, the personhoods. You know, the AWE corporate personification of the American dream, Dusty Rose, rising like a phoenix from the ashes of uh, his, his embarrassment and disgracement at the hands of Vince McMahon rising up to uh, rear its head and take on the evil empire. Well, they're taking on NXT. And I don't think that's very comparable to AEW. Because first of all, I mean, production-wise, and and not to mention AEW's tour in the country, which I don't think it would be a good idea for NXT to do. NXT's a little more comparable to something like NWA Power, which is uh, filmed in the same studio. It's in a static location. doesn't change. You know, they have their pay-per-views are live, but but their week-to-week show is done in the same place, in front of the same audience. Well, it's not the ne- necessarily the same. Apparently, you can get tickets to the taping, so it'll be a different audiences. But uh, you would think that uh, NWA Power is more on the level of MLW. Um, and it is. They have they have their road worn, but even NWA has its road worn heroes. They got more experience in NWA power, or, or people with TV experience at the very least, uh, compared to uh, AEW. There, compared to NXT, NXT is developmental. Uh, show it's developmental. All of all of those re- wrestlers, competitors are in developmental. AEW is not 
It's AEW is not that AEW's developmental show. AEW Dynamite is AEW's top show. It's where the matches are set for the pay-per-view. It's a little more traditional, like WCW Nitro, of uh, setting up storylines, setting up uh, matches for the pay-per-views. It's their it's their main main event, main show. It is not developmental. I mean, they are developing. I, I guess we're all generally in, in developmental, not to get too philosophical on you there. This ain't the Philosopher Files. Actually, that'll be coming to you this week. But it's not developmental. NWA Power or, or maybe trying to develop itself, but it's not developmental. You've got so many years of experience there. Eli Drake, James Storm. James Storm alone was on TNA TV for 15 years. These are road warriors. Not the road warriors, but they are road-worn road warriors. These guys have been going to small venues and putting on shows forever. Now, NXT, yeah, they have guys like that, but they didn't start picking them all up until all these other federations started showing up. So it's not the same. And they're basically picking out guys that might do very well at something like NWA Power or something like uh, AEW. Those shows weren't around yet when NXT gobbled up Matt Riddle and Keith Lee and Roderick Strong and these guys that have been around. They've been on the indies. They've been making names for themselves on their own. WWE developed Carmella, uh, Chad Gable, uh, uh, Enzo Amore, Big Cass. And then it turned into a big time show, I guess. And now you got Adam Cole. I mean, there are people on NXT that are WWE all the way. And that's really the way I think it. That's how it was originally set up. But now it's being used to make big deals with, with indie stars. Stars from the independent circuit. Who did not know that AEW was going to happen? I mean... Yeah, you could pick, you could cherry pick through and wonder who would have signed with NXT if they'd known that, you know, the billionaire son of the Jacksonville Jaguars owner was going to be coming around with, with, uh, with contracts that would support your life, with offers that would, that would be able to support your life. If Adam Cole had known that, would he have signed with NXT? If Keith Lee had known that, would he have signed with NXT? If Matt Riddle had known that, would he have signed with NXT? I mean, when when AEW started, after All In, All Out, Double or Nothing, the road to Double or Nothing, they, they were picking up, picking up guys from MLW. You had the Lucha Brothers and MJF. The, these are all MLW guys. And they picked them up right when we had started to get into MLW. Now, it's good to see these guys on a big show, and, and MJF, to his credit, has been on MLW. I, we, we haven't watched the pay-per-view. Our finances are a little shaky down here at, at the Ring of Tyranny uh, Studios somewhere in Texas. I'd rather not be specific. But, you know, MJF, he, he's still been doing matches at AEW while he transitions over to uh, AEW. And that's good on him paying the indie circuit some respect. Some of these guys are still down there. They're still grinding in the trenches. 
But then you got NXT out there pretending or trying to pretend it's some struggling uh, organization, you know, with a bunch of road road worn road warriors. I mean, does WWE even have a developmental show anymore? It's kind of insulting, in my opinion, to all these road-worn road warriors that NXT is their indie show all of a sudden. And, you know, they're invading WWE. You know, this among, among the wrestling fans, this is the first successful invasion we've ever had. But then you turn on Raw, and what's happening with their main roster? Natalia's tapping out Asuka. So things haven't changed. I wouldn't get too excited just yet, folks. Because we're watching on the PWF. There's some things happening. There's some upsets. You know? I'm sure the WWE thought NXT would put AEW in its place. But AEW is putting on better shows. The AEW Dynamite last week. Cody Rhodes had the promo of his life. He's going to take on Jericho. It, It opened with Pac. A lot of us forget that Pac is, is at AEW. He's one of my favorites. He's taken on... Uh, he had a match against Trent, whose name has been shortened to Trent. Uh, you know, I assume uh, because the name Trent is, is a funny name. Usually indicates one of uh, questionable nature. Now Pac beats Trent, and then he gets on the mic and says he's going to beat up Adam Page at, uh, at full gear... A, a pay-per-view that was named after the Hangman. So AEW's already got its its things going on. I noticed Cody, and I'm not going to use the word, but I noticed Cody called Jericho a stupid D-word. D-I-C-K. He called him a D-word. And I was like, oh, it's a callback. You know, so if you've been, if you've been watching Being the Elite, if you kept up with uh, The Road to Double or Nothing was a series that they did of 10-minute videos on YouTube leading up to Double or Nothing that AEW did. There was a segment in there, and Cody had called uh, Jericho the D-word once before. He called him the D-word in, in the New York uh, Post, and Jericho's leaving a voicemail for him. He's listening to a voicemail from Jericho where Jericho's telling Cody, this entire company owes me for any of its success, for selling out these stadiums for these pay-per-views. That's Jericho's stance, that AEW would be nothing without him, that Cody and his wife and the Young Bucks wouldn't have bought these houses and Cody wouldn't be buying his fancy suits without Chris Jericho. And it hasn't changed. And so, maybe we'll throw that little clip on. That's a great a great little clip. Maybe we'll throw that on here uh, later on. So, uh, you know, we have a little trouble with that, folks. We, get, we Like I said, we've fallen on hard, harder times anyway. Uh, the FDI ransacked my entire operation. Special Agent Clinton said it, said it would be okay for me to keep broadcasting so long as I didn't give a space alien a, his own segment. And, uh, you know, Special Agent Clinton, he's not a bad guy. We, we got to talk in some Chicago PD and some Law and & Order, other police procedurals on ION uh, television there and... He's not such a bad guy. We're getting along. But, uh... You know, we, we try to keep this operation together. And, and uh... Bernie, Bernie Presido, if you're out there, uh... We, listen, folks, we've tried to put this show on for the last, uh... 
for two days at the end of the week. We had many troubles. I don't know if we're getting interfered with again. I certainly hope not. But Bernie Presido, if you're out there, we've, we've been looking for you, bud, and, and we're a little worried about you. Uh, so if you if you get a chance, please drop us a line. Let us know you're doing okay. Your Twitter's been silent. Your email's been silent. Last I know, you were you were helping uh, you were helping uh, 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 facilitate meetings between a space alien and an RSS feed owner that was writing a book about me. So I don't know. If, I hope you didn't get in too much trouble with the FDI. I, I'd I'd love to hear from you though. Uh, you send us an email, ringoftyranny at gmail.com. It's R-I-N-G-O-F-T-Y-R-A-N-N-Y at gmail.com. Bernie Prezito, we'd love to hear from you. Anyway, back to AEW. You got you got the Cody Rhodes promo, promo of his life. You have this hilarious Jericho video where he's spoofing, uh, he's spoofing Cody's video earlier of his, of his uh, preparing for AEW video. Hilarious video. Jericho spoofs it. Jericho does best making fun of uh, someone trying to do legitimate good work. Jericho spoil that. The inner circle's apparently all about trashing Cody's work. We had the inner circle versus the elite there. The Young Bucks and Cody's alliance. Darby Allen, Young Bucks, the skateboard kids uh, alliance against the The grown-up Chris Jericho with his lackeys, his his young lackeys looking to get a, a spot. <sighs> Apparently the proud and powerful Santana and Ortiz defeated the Young Bucks, which is quite a quite an upset at AEW full gear, but proud of those guys. I've been a big fan of those guys since they were putting on matches with the Lucha Brothers at Impact. During Impact's low days. You know, you want to get all into NXT being the indie the indie show. You got people over at Impact busting their butts for nothing, for a lot less than than Vince McMahon's, uh, you know, pet pet project uh, for years over at Impact. Billy Billy Corgan cut his teeth a little at Impact. Nobody gives Impact any credit. They're starting to. That's a fine indie organization. It's got a storied history in the PWF, the Personhoods Wrestling Federation. Maybe one day we'll see Impact take on NXT. I don't know. And we'll talk about NWA Power. Or, or, I mean, what much is there to talk about? Uh, James Storm lost his belt. I could just spoil a bunch of a bunch of stuff for you. But what I sh- what I should do is just tell you again. You need to watch it. It's amazing. NWA Power or, or might be better than every WWE show where they spend millions of dollars on it. And I'm not saying, I love WWE, I love the wrestlers in WWE, but you got too much going on. And they've gobbled up all these talents, so they can't make their make their names elsewhere. WWE just tries to forget, for, remember to use them half the time. They forget about what they've been doing with them. And I mean, Vince McMahon, it's just one man can't do all these things. I don't know. Anyway, so AEW, let's focus on AEW. We're just going to call this the AEW Dynamite Files, I suppose. He had an amazing uh, promo from Cody, an amazing video package from Chris Jericho. Uh, Cody has, you know, promised that he's not going to go for the belt again, so we'll see what happens there because apparently he's not going to be able to go for the belt again if he lost his match to Jericho. I really wish that we had been able to watch uh, AEW Full Gear. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you do. 
And heck, I'm sorry I got so rambly there, uh, but we're we're getting closer into town. And I'm gonna have to wrap this up. But anyway, I mean, the big big story, AEW has established itself. They've had their first pay-per-view. It appears to have been a big success. I'm not sure about the buy rate or anything like that, but it appears to have been a big success. And I and I think they're probably going to hopefully only be doing about four pay-per-views a year. So, I mean, I don't know. If they're going for 50 bucks a pop, I don't know how, how I'm going to keep up with that. I already couldn't do the first one. I couldn't do the, the last ones either. WWE spreads it out a little bit, 10 bucks a month, and they give you a pay-per-view every month that maybe. Not as good as 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 AEW full gear, but you get you know it's a, at the end of the year it's 120 bucks a month, and 200 if you did four 50 dollars shows for AEW plus your cable bill. But hey, there's an argument there. Uh, you want quality, you got to pay for it. Heard that one before. Anyway, congratulations to AEW. Uh, congratulations to these guys that have been grinding their teeth on the indie, on the broken roads of the indie circuit for years, their broken teeth. I'd say if you're going to watch any wrestling right now, you need to watch the NWA Power, which is perhaps the best show in wrestling, and while at the same time being the smallest, no network, they're on Ion Television with all our favorite police procedurals, but, you know, everything else got its own... Net, internet network, cable channel, etc., etc. Catch up with AEW. He's fantastic. You got Santana Ortiz. You got the Lucha Brothers. Apparently, SCU played a little trick on the Lucha Brothers. It's been played on them before. I don't. I don't know what it is about wearing a mask, but from Oscar to Pentagon Junior, it, it appears it's it's easy to get confused when someone else wears your mask and and shows up in your mask, your same mask. Anyway, that's about it for me today, folks. I'm glad we could talk a little bit of wrestling. It's been a while. I'll try to be covering more. I'll try to at least keep up our coverage of AEW Dynamite and NWA Power. Ultimately, there's not much else to say than go watch this stuff. Go support it as much as you can. Because Vince McMahon, he's got enough support. He's got enough time to pretend he's got three different organizations fighting against each other that he that he owns. You know, it's like if you found out... It's like if you found out your mom, your dad, and your sister were all the same person. Just break your brain in half. That's going to be it for us, folks. And like I, I like to sign off on these shows uh, in a little uh, homage to my, one of my favorite shows, SCTV. Homage, that's Italian for tribute. Uh, may the good Lord take a liking to you. And wrestle cast you real soon. Good morning. Hey, you little pissant. Why don't you answer the phone, Cody, huh? Are you scared because Chris Jericho read your little piece in the New York Post where you called me a dick? You have no idea how much of a dick I can really be, you understand me? Don't you ever forget, Cody, that you are not my boss and you do not talk to me that way. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be in AEW. There wouldn't be no AEW. I'm the one who got you that vice president position. I'm the one who put you on the map. I'm the one who is feeding every single family on this roster, including yours. I'm the one who's putting dog treats in Pharaoh's mouth. I'll tell you something else, you can keep that dog away from me. I don't like dogs, and I don't like you. You need to apologize to me 
the next time you call me a dick, a piece of shit, I'll slap your face. Don't you ever forget where you came from. Ever. And don't you forget who you're dealing with. I'm Chris Jericho. You need to thank me. Kenny Omega needs to thank me after I beat him at double or nothing. You understand me? And in the meantime, enjoy those fancy pants suits that you're buying on the money that I made for you. You're welcome. Love your friend, Chris Jericho. The dick.